Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus bail Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny, your host. Cody Ryan is not in the bunkhouse. He is fishing a tournament today, the second day of a two-day tournament. We'll get more information on that in the next week or so. Follow him at theoutdoorzone.com. Click on his social media, and you can track where he's at, track what him and the girls are doing. Beefsteak is in the house. Oh, yeah. Road Rash is here. He's the grand chan that gets early, gets the gate open, gets the old pot belly stove fired up. Make sure all the wires get twisted and full gets put on the old metal coat hanger that gets a signal out to you, the regulators, who are our uh, our fan base and friends. And so, I don't want, uh, I got a post, I saw, Cody actually posted yesterday on his Facebook, and he posted a picture of his tournament and him and his daughter, and he said, you know, it's, I feel almost feel bad about posting something with with joy or happiness when everything that's going on in uh, overseas with our soldiers is mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. And I I have been very careful about not letting too much of it in because I can get really upset about what's happened over there. Yeah, like um, those twelve Marines are, and so just, mm. I have, uh, and I have family who are soldiers. I, you know, I highly respect if you are a cop or a fireman or EMS, or if you are a soldier of any branch. I highly respect them. It doesn't mean that there's not some that are goofed up and that things happen. Okay, I get it, but guess what? When push comes to shove, and you, we're starting to see now more about what's going on, and w- what happened over there, the way that went down, is just got me beside myself. And so in honor of all our soldiers, and especially the 13 that we've lost over there, and praying, Lord, get the rest of them out until we can figure out what it is we're supposed to be doing over there, uh, we have this. I pledge allegiance to the flag 
So, um, if you are one of those take a knee folks, why don't you find a different something to listen to? Because we are so in support of everything that truly is America. Bring your firearm, shake the hand of a soldier, do what's right. And uh, I just, and my heart goes out to those families that just lost their mm. so many young soldiers yeah. were in that group and uh and that ain't that ain't right to take a knee when those guys are out there doing that stuff and also we'll leave it at that protecting our people we'll do it at that they give you the right to be able to do that because those guys home. did and you better understand that because it's going to come home to roost at some point anyway hey uh one of the things that we were doing yesterday it is man we're just days away from dove season or days away from dove season as cody would say it's the texas new year yes and we're and we're 30 days away from archery season in in just a little bit it's going to be deer season and one of the things that you did uh, while we were at the ranch yesterday was 
you took a few minutes just to check your uh, check those three hundred eight right deer rifles mm-hmm. to make sure they were on, and you you got them zeroed in right where you want them at a hundred yards. And was that a hundred yards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right at a hundred yards, zeroed in and ready to go. They are, and they're, man, they're tight and ready. Uh, they weren't the one. I was shocked. Say, I was, I was shocked. shocked too. I and you know people and, will mention modern march scopes never get off, but they're tools of the trade. Kids, we you really kids as much as and, I as much as I joke about you know not messing with that stuff. As much as I joke about that, you really you should run a couple of rounds through your deer rifle before you go out deer hunting. You really should run a couple rounds through there. So I finally invested in. Uh, I know you don't have to do this, but gosh, it makes it so much better. What's a, It's a Caldwell. It's called the lead sled. You saw it yesterday, right? Yeah. It's awesome. just a, it's like a bench vice, but you sit it on a platform or on a table and it, and you can put the butt, butt of the stock into a holder that fits right on your shoulder. So, uh, then it's got a little, um, uh, T branch at the front that holds really nicely the the uh, the stock right of the the forestock um, of your rifle so that you can lay it down there and be and and kind of take a velcro and put that top in there. Now you've got this lead sled as they call it, and it comes from that because there's a place where you can put a 25 pound barbell weight in there. I used this big 50-pound bag of sand. I think you saw it yesterday. It actually came from one of those pop-up umbrellas that you put yeah. in your uh, on on uh, outdoors, uh, you yeah, know, out in your yard, uh, yard or, or through or the event. table, right? Mm-hmm. And the bottom of it was this sandbag thing. Well, that got thrown away in this. I'm like, that's perfect. Fill that up with sand, and we're ready to go. So it slides in there. And man, we and that guy and Ron being there, that yep. special forces guy, he was on the uh, glass. And man, it it just when you're doing it with someone that has had experience, the confidence that they tell you, okay, two clicks, you know, you're you're up four inches, you're going to need four clicks yeah. to the left. He's a, and he's a cool guy, isn't he? Well, he was just so confident about it and so ensuring, not like. Dang, that's a hell offer. I can't believe how far that is. Did you did yeah. you pull it? You must have pulled. No, he's like, okay. Two clicks to two the right. Two clicks to light and one down and you'll be in that. So three shots and it was zeroed in. So it's, it's critical. And the and, other thing that you yeah. want to do when you're doing that is if you're going to be shooting with like a 270 with 130 grain, you want to. Sighted in. in with 230, 100 grain, 130. Because the one 270 with 130 grain. Yeah, because they're going to have different shot. Now, you know, 100 yards with. That's what you said yesterday. It's in the kill zone, but man, dude, that. Well, no, I. Four I, inches off is a big deal when it's you're. A, yeah, but I mean, come on. You were, I guess maybe if you're shooting at hogs, but you were shooting at some big old hogs. and yeah. but But you're right. It needed to be sighted in. Um, man, I I need to find some. My favorite shell is the Corlock. 
I know. You can't find those remedies and I can't, anywhere. The, and right? the guys at Academy said, we get them in every once in a while. Well, I was like, call me, dude. Here's, here's $5. You need to give one of those old guys <laughs> some money that, yes. that hang out on Tuesday and Thursday mornings. Yeah, at the door. Wait line. Yeah. And then they go in and, and then they put a mustache on and funny glasses. And, <laughs> and they go back, and go back and get some more and go back and get some more. Unfortunately, people are kind of hoarding it again, I think. Right, even though it's coming back in, it made uh, you go in and find some. But now, the word is out again. People are just scraping up ammo, and uh, and I don't know. It. I'm glad that people are doing it in a certain way because that means that the farm industry, right, is yeah, is doing well, and people are concerned, and they're doing the right thing. But then it always makes you mad. What happened in the old days, where it was like, all right, we're going dove hunting tomorrow morning, and it's eleven o'clock at night or whatever, right before academy, you know, closes. You like, we need to get a box of shells, don't we? We need to get a case and just drop it in. You can't do that anymore, right? There were no two seventies to be found anywhere. Luckily, we had bought some for a youth hunt last year, and so I I had plenty, you know, to go around. But like you said, how many do you really need? You know, um, how many do well, you really need? I don't know. How many, many can you buy? <laughs> <laughs> how, that's that's how. But many I you, have, you know, it's and I'm I'm not expecting an invasion where I need, you know, a hundred thousand rounds. I'm I'm just. So we tried something interesting on the on the, uh, t- setting in two of them right, and one of them is where what you do is you you keep it as still as you possibly can without it moving. You take a shot, and what you do is you take your and you and you don't move, and then you take and and uh, change or move the scope, windage, and the and the altitude are up and down, left and right, and move it right to the hole you just shot, and that is supposed to put it right on, because you're moving at the same distance it was away. If you started out aiming right at the center of the bullseye, if it hit one inch high and one inch over, then you put your scope one inch high and one really? inch over, and it'll supposedly put it right back on the on the middle. On the center. Yeah, three shots. And uh, I'd never heard that. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting. I'd heard that as kind of an advanced method. But that's to what our one special forces guy yeah. talked about. So here we go. So you got a new... So, a new way of doing it, and the other thing, you got to figure out on your scope what the MOA is, um, whether it's click, you know, at a hundred yards, is each one inch square, you know, that you're shooting on your your grid, is that one click or is it two clicks? Some of them are two clicks. One, some of them are. So one understand click. your gear, understand they, your what scope, they call it and MOA. get it yep. get it zoned in, and hey. It's the final countdown for summer savings with the best value in hundreds of new Rams during the Make This Summer event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We're making our huge inventory of hundreds of new Rams even better from the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealership in Central Texas. From crew cabs, quad cabs, Lone Stars to heavy duties, it doesn't matter what kind of new Ram you want. We've got it in our incredible selection, and we're ready for your summer vacation savings. The savings 
and selection are here at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Austin. So, come save thousands at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 62183 in Austin. See all the savings online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. So coming up next is our favorite thing to talk about, PETA report. Pamela Anderson. Yeah, this is so stupid. I can't wait to bite into this. See, it's <laughs> so come back, listen to the PETA report, get some more coffee, fill up that cup, and listen to us 24 7 on the outdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Alright, welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, your host. Sun Auto Service, family owned and operated since 1978. Each and every person, Sun Automotive at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. You can find Sun Auto at locations all around Central Texas, all around the country, actually. Uh, Our locations are at 405 West Slaughter Lane, uh, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. Ranch Roads 1206, Ranch Road 620. Just get all the information on Sun Auto Service at sunautoservice.com. Sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. This is ridiculous. Pamela Anderson, you remember her? From Baywatch? Yeah. You're asking me. Dude, does anybody... (laughs) Well, I mean, but she's been such a non-participant in you know things for so long now i mean i don't i don't track her i don't follow her or anything but i guess apparently she's uh the she's very active in PETA as climate crisis fueled wildfire blaze throughout the state of california PETA honorary director <laughs> pamela right. anderson is once again racing to save lives oh my gosh that's their words not ours their words not ours this time in real life the former baywatch star donated a hundred thousand dollars worth of vegan food for PETA's methane offset starter kits which the group is sending to members of the california legislature each containing not only food that unlike meat and dairy doesn't contribute to climate crisis so you're telling me that farming with all that farming is, is less on the earth, the tractors, what, you know, everything, the the getting, creating diesel fuel, getting diesel fuel to a tractor, 
the tractor running on diesel fuel, the combines, all that stuff, that that's less affecting the anyway, but right, but, but uh, I mean their whole their whole gist the gig thing here, right? I mean what the animal climate control what they're trying to trying to break into or or get attached to is this idea of methane gas, right? The former that, the it's, former Baywatch star has donated $100,000 worth of vegan food, PETA's methane offset starter kits, which the group is sending to members of the California legislature, each containing not only food that unlike, that, unlike meat and dairy, doesn't contribute to climate crisis, but also a book of matches emblazoned with the message, Code Red, wildfires are raging, not vegan, you're basically striking the match. Man, this is... I would be furious. Well, first of all, they spent a ton of money, and they sent it to legislature, right? And what they're talking about is they want to offset... They think that cows farting and animals farting is what causes climate, the the the, the, green, the gas coming in methane, that that causes the greenhouse, that causes, you know, the, the uh, change in the weather, that what? causes... All that. Can you believe that California fires right now continue to rage? One of the fires, one of them, the number one fire is 48% contained. So less than half of it's been kind of controlled where they're getting us, getting it to stop growing. 48%. You know how many acres it's burned? 759,000 acres. So I heard yesterday that the Bastrop fire. That was like 36,000 acres. So think about this. 759,218 acres yesterday at 7.54 p.m. You know, I have a, a family member that worked in the industry um, the, where, where they created, you know, power lines. It was a power company. And uh, he told me that whole thing, PG&E, you know, that all went bankrupt or should say uh they were under, uh, they filed bankruptcy, right? Chapter 11 or something to protect their I don't know what assets. PG&E is. Oh, it's the uh, Pacific Gas and something where they provide power. It's like PEC here. Okay, or just an Austin electric company. Electric, electric company yep. that does huge. And he told me the problem is is that the wildfires are starting a lot of them. The big one that happened was from the electric lines that they won't let them cut a pathway underneath because the people are saying, don't hurt the trees and the shrubs and let it grow naturally. And they're like, you're going to get sparks. You are going to get sparks off of the high winds come down. And that's where uh, that big fire came from. So, You've heard they're for, not protecting. You've they heard for years their, 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 their not. forest management programs. And if you look on a map of the United States, there are some other areas that have, have wildfires. Um, but California is just, it's just covered up in them. And, uh, and you can do it live. You, I mean, you can go on like wildfire.com or whatever it was that I was looking at yesterday and you can see them, but all over California. And, and you have to ask is, is there truth to that where they're not managing they're forestry. They're not doing what everybody else is doing. I don't think they're doing. allowed to. When I was in. I don't think they're allowed to. The people's 
political voice stands up higher than what makes sense, like conservation in wildlife. That you know? When we were in Colorado one year, and they were having fires all in Colorado, and we were at my brother's cabin in the mountains, and sparks from the lines behind the cabin caught it on fire. Luckily, we were there. We called the fire department. They brought a helicopter, <laughs> dropped water. Wow. Yeah, and the firefighters were up there in just minutes, but that's because they were right across the road put, working on a fire over there, So, and we happened to be there to catch it. But you have to wonder what, you know, what are all the elements, and after all of these years, you're really worried about cow farts? Yeah, and spending uh, a ton of money on that and sending it to the legislature and then telling them Telling them that uh, they're that, the problem, and that you're stri- striking the I match. Would, I would be furious if you sent a pack of matches, and I was California legislature right now with all the thousands and thousands of people who've been displaced, killed, wounded, you know, the damage. That, yeah. that is like... Piss me off. You're really, really going to do that? They better not. And now that the summer is here, it's a great time to drive home a new car with the ice-cold air conditioning and the newest technology like Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, wireless charging, lane assist, a backup camera for TJ and Honda Sensing, a suite of safety and driver-assisted features. Our Central Texas Honda dealers have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, and one of the friendly employees will make sure you drive the right vehicle home. Don't be envious. Find your perfect vehicle and save during the Honda Summer Clearance Event. Visit one of the Central Texas Honda dealers at First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, Honda San Marcos, or simply go online to CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. All right. The people behind me are there for a reason. They're right there. I know. (laughs) Hey, uh, coming up next, uh, Phoenix Man takes on four home invaders and wins. You'll love this story. It's our Armed Citizen Report coming up next on the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Only one place, the uh, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. What I got is mine. I ain't rich, but Lord, I'm free. Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney, your host. Hey, uh, Shore, Raw Bar and Grill. Man, if you follow them on Facebook, you'll get to see what's going on on the menu. Go on their website, shoreatx.com, and you'll see all the live music that they have fix, fixing to go on there. They are, they are single-handedly uh, raising the live music capital of the world back from its dreaded drop because of the current administration in this city. 
Uh, sure, Raw Barn Grill, every night live music, great patio, pet-friendly patio, uh, fresh seafood brought in, the number one oyster selection in the city, in the whole area. Uh, don't miss their fabulous desserts, homemade breads. Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder killing it over there. You got to go. Sure, Raw Barn Grill, Highway 71 West, Covered Bridge, just west of Wine Oak Hill. Sureatx.com for details. Sureatx.com for details. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. It was just before 4 a.m. back on August 12th when four men pulled up outside a home on the city's north side in Phoenix and quickly prepared to kick the door down, the front door down. One of the would-be home invaders even spotted the doorbell cam briefly covering up with his hand before he decided to focus on the task at hand. When the door was breached, the four men prepared to rush inside, only to be confronted with gunfire from the armed homeowner. So they, these four guys, they're going to do a home invasion. Yep. They pull up. Come on, man. And, they, and the door, they have a door alarm you know one with the camera yeah. on it so you can right. see on your phone what's yeah. going on at your house and uh, but it's also got a motion detector so the homeowner hears this ding ding ding, yeah. ding and he pulls his pistol out goes downstairs <laughs> guys kick in the door and he's just bam 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 <laughs> and you see him run off it's all on camera and stuff uh i don't think he landed any critical shots but uh i thought maybe they found one on the lawn but there you go you know still scared them off right so it's you know it's uh again some of those features on some of the security the bluetooth security systems now are just incredibly they are cool hey uh we were talking about uh california we're talking about pam anderson and we got a text from our buddy uh from california steve <laughs> and he said you can keep pam but Steve's a good friend of ours, and he's a moose hunter, an elk hunter. and In California. He's in California, and uh, so I wanted to try and get him on the line for a few minutes. Steve, can you hear me? Sure can, TJ. Hey, good morning. Morning, steve Good morning, my friend. Hey, uh, <laughs> so you said we could have Pam Anderson. Well, brother, we don't need her. We're yeah, in Austin, we're, Texas. We got gonna... enough of our own over here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I agree, but uh, I just, you're welcome to her anytime. <laughs> <laughs> we could go take her and move her back. Back and, in the day yeah. when she just started on Baywatch, you know, that was a different conversation we'd be having than <laughs> now that she got uh, her head all inflated. Uh, hey, so my question was, so you love to hunt, and do you do any hunting in California itself, or do you do most of your hunting do you go out of state to uh, for your elk and moose hunting and all that stuff? I'm, I, I honestly, I really don't know. You know, most all of my hunting I do out of state. Uh, California is so unfriendly to hunters; it's really tough to, to hunt in the area. I'll do a, a small game, or I'll do a, a pheasant or dove or a quail. But if I do any type of bigger game, I go out of state. I usually fly into Alaska. Or uh, this year I'm going to Colorado for some elk. Mm. uh, Yeah, California is too unfriendly to hunt in. Man, that's terrible, too, because you got some really cool uh, 
landscaping. So tell uh, tell us, and I, I'm so sorry, we, we're really short on time, but wh- how are the fires affecting the outdoorsmen? You're a hunting and fishing guy. Um, what do you think about the fires there and what's happening with them? Is there a, do you guys, your, your outdoor culture, do y'all have thoughts about that? Yeah, we're, I'm in a area uh, just outside of San Diego and we've got a fire area. It's just extremely bad that it's just potential. It's ready to go anytime. Well, they've got it to where we're not allowed to come in a brush anymore. You used to be able to go in there and they would mark trees and you could actually cut them down, take that wood out for firewood and you could clean up the area. Now they go in, and they'll cut down. This is the Forest Service. Now they'll go cut the trees down, and they'll stack it up in a big pile. So now you just made a nice little stack of firewood. <laughs> you know, they don't clean all that out. They have to leave it all natural, you know. Well, you make a big pile of firewood, it's going to burn when everything starts, and it's just no common sense. So so what, 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 uh, what our, our thought is and what we've heard on from some – uh, from some people is that yeah the forest service and the the local and and state governments there are not managing the forest correctly which is why they're having such horrible issues with the fires i mean you you have you have areas like colorado and arizona and other places that they have some wildfires but nothing like a million acres burning in one fire. Oh, you're, you're totally correct, TJ. That uh, management of the, the conservation of the trees out there is just is crazy. It's under the no-touch policy. Well, they're going to grow and they're going to catch fire. So you either got to you know make make you got to make fire trails. You got to do all that type of stuff, but you're not allowed to. You know you can't touch the ground anymore. And so how do these guys get in there to to do conservation properly? You know, cut trees down, whatever they need to do, and they're just not allowed to. So it's not so, the forestry. They're good people that understand the conservation and how you protect it. It's where the political aspect has taken over, right? Total, total political, Don. Total political, which is so sad. And 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 that includes uh, even you as hunting and fishing. Your even your fishing stuff is restricted. I know that uh, you're hunting and, and the whole lead bullets and I mean, there's just so much there that's just. Uh, that culturally, it, it it hurts the 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 pioneer culture that that built California, but also the conservation movement there. You 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 know are your proven conservation organizations. Their hands are tied behind their back. You can't do what needs to be done to preserve the culture and the heritage of that land. And uh, man, we just you know, and I and we have good friends there like you, and we just uh, man, our hearts just are just torn. And and I love the California forest. Uh, there is so much beauty in that state. Oh, you bet. And you know, if you run the hunters off, well, you know, we contribute so much money uh, for conservation and for game management and all that. People don't realize how much of our money goes into game management. <laughs> it's not that we want to still try, you know, uh, uh, harvest animals, but we also want them there to, for tomorrow. And part of that is uh, conservation. And they don't understand as a hunter, I'm a, you know, I like to, I like to make sure that animals can be there next year too. But uh, they just don't understand it. They just think we're just, you know, a bunch of mad, mad crazy killers. How <laughs> much is a hunting license or and a fishing license in California? 
you know, for a resident, uh, I think it's right at two hundred. No, you know, a hunting license isn't bad. I think my hunting license was uh, sixty-five dollars. Okay, so well, that for a resident. Uh, deer tag wasn't too bad, if I recall. Deer tag is, uh, I'm gonna say, ninety-five dollars. And that's for you can shoot one deer or what? Yes. Oh. So do you have do you have uh, overpopulation of deer in some areas where they're just getting hit by cars and everywhere? You know, not really. Uh, up there, more northern California, they have a little bit more problem. Down here in southern California, we really don't. We're uh, I'm down in uh, San Diego County area. Desert. We got a nice. Yeah, we got nice nice set of deer up in there. But they've uh, done the other thing with the mountain lions. They brought the mountain lions in, and now, of course, you can't hunt mountain lions. And, you know, a mountain lion will take down a deer a day, or a deer a week, rather. And uh, they've decimated the, the deer population in that area and the, um, the, the desert bighorn sheep. And uh, so uh, it's pretty tough hunting in Southern California. See, it's backwards, right? Have you got any hope for California? <laughs> Have you got somebody running for governor that we ought to be? Rooting, rooting for. Well, you know, Larry's going right now, and uh, I'd be nice to see him. I wish, I wish we we had a good, good pro gun guy. But you know, it's a, uh, it's programs, programs like the KOZ program you guys push. Is uh, I think that is a hope. You know, you get boys interested in wanting to go hunting and fishing, and you know, it's got to start with the youth, man. And uh, the youth get excited about it, then their parents do, and. Uh, well, they're, they're doing everything they can not to let that happen, right, Steve? But you're a bright, shining star out there in California, and we really appreciate you doing that because it'll skip generations, and then they'll just, they won't know why the outdoors crumbled in front of them. And well, I, I, I agree. I think it's the next generation, and, and, uh, and we're charged with trying to do something with that. So, well, hey, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Good seeing you this week. Can't wait to talk to you some more. And if you get to go on that moose hunt or elk hunt this year, we sure want to hear about it. I'll keep you in touch. Let's mount up. All right. God <laughs> like bless. It. Hey, it's final days to save like a pro with the best deals of the summer at Nile Maxwell GMC with more of the best in fur- in class features and savings on every new GMC in stock. Your new GMC is here. Hundreds of incredible vehicles. If we don't have it, your professional grade, our professional grade experts in Round Rock will find it for you. Nile Maxwell GMC's at exit 256 in Round Rock or online at nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details. We are professional grade. All right, stick with us through the uh, home stretch. We're going to make a run by the grandstand. We love Steve out in California. Thank you, Steve, for talking to us. We need more people like you out there. And we're going to talk about dirt. TJ's second favorite thing to talk about. If you want to hear us during the week, you can do it 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. turned 80 he was sitting out back in a rocker he said what you been up to lately i told him chasing a dollar and in between sips of coffee 
He poured this wisdom out. He said, if you want my two cents, I'll make it a dollar count. Bye, dirt. Find one you can't live with. Oh, man, I love this song. It just speaks to the lifestyle that has got me captured. I'm just captured by it. Uh, by Dirt. Do, uh, Dirt Talk's brought to you by our friends Jill and Ann at buybassdropproperty.com. Their passion for small town and country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city. And if you need to sell that place in the big city, they help you with that, too. Jill loves getting to know the clients and is relentless in her efforts in finding the perfect place. Ann's business law and paralegal background assures you all of the real estate puzzle pieces fit. Nothing makes them happier than a happy client. Buy BassDropProperty.com and you better together. Uh, yeah, love Jill and Ann was with them this week, and we were talking about um, buying property. Out You're going to expand Bastrop. the kingdom? Well, no, they were saying how difficult it is to find a piece of dirt right now. In the Say you wanted uh, three acres out in right. Bastrop County. Yeah, that tell area. me about it. Yeah. Hor- it. It's not horrible. It's really difficult to find. I looked and I found some some information on on from uh land.com on their uh sales information on what's going on in different counties regions the quarterly report Mm -hmm. the second quarter of 2021 the growth in sales volume accelerated up 43.77 percent strong demand resulted in shortage of listings and shop prices up remarkable 16.29 percent so I think people are subdividing their properties, right? There's all selling. kinds of stuff. So the 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 beauty about having somebody like Jill or Ann, Jill and Ann, is that you have a locals, you have locals in the area that know the market. And like they'll shoot me something, they'll say, Hey, this is coming up. Or this is gonna you know, this just came up. Because that's what they do. And it is just amazing to me. Uh, Hill Country prices soared 20.49%. This is the part that I thought was interesting. And this is really where this our whole talk about dirt talk fits in. It says, the stampede to the countryside accelerated in the second quarter. Undoubtedly, the pandemic and urban unrest prompted this continuing quest for rural acreage. Many observers fear that market activity at these levels will not last and signs of possible cooling have appeared in the housing market. However, noting nothing on the horizon points to the diminution diminution, and demand for safe space in the countryside. The coming months will likely see a continuing scramble for land with increasing upward pressure on prices. The possible emerging wave of pandemic infections and have may inspire even more demand pressures. At some point, this feature's demand may wane, but no current development seems to be poised to cause buyers to retreat. Yeah. So, long as uh, as long as people are buying stuff. Uh, they aren't going to raise the uh, interest rates, so and and I'm telling good. you that I just because there's a demand doesn't mean you can't go out and buy, because I know that my uh, Cody's and, and Nicole, you know, 
his his father-in-law and mother-in-law just bought out near us they found a piece of dirt out there and they bought it and it's going to be there's going to be a board a tunnel right by it so they can get right to <laughs> well you, you know the boring company right well hopefully the Tesla boring hopefully they'll sublet the land underneath <laughs> or above uh Traffic but I'm terrible. just, uh, I'm just, I'm still uh, a huge fan of buy dirt. And, you know, I talked to an investment counselor in the last few weeks and I said, what about stocks and bonds and all that stuff? And he said, you can buy stocks, you can buy bonds. 401k, go get it. He said, but dirt does the same thing. Dirt does the same thing. It's an investment in your future. And so, I don't know, folks. I tell you, you get a little old used camper and roll it out there on three acres out in the pine trees. It's a different world out there. (laughs) It's good. Good. I uh, was talking to an investment guy, and, and he said, the best time to buy dirt is tomorrow. No. He's like, every day, just. Hey, I didn't do it today. Tomorrow, you just do it. it that's wait. what everybody says. Don't wait for the prices. You hear They're it. not going to change that much. You hear it all the time. I wish I woulda. I wish it, I woulda. Yep. Go do it. Buy dirt. Call Jill and Ann at <laughs> buybastropproperties.com. That's all you got to do. All right, I'm going to do the uh, scripture. Cody always talks about the heart of man plans his way. But the Lord establishes his steps. That's Proverbs 16.9. I have a quote for you out there. Luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. All right. Be prepared and wait for the Lord to step in. Thank you, Beef. you're ready. Thank you, Beef. Thank you, thank you. Uh, We'll be back next week. Hey, Road Rash, thank you, sir. You got everything done. It worked out great. Signal got out. Full state on the old wire coat hanger. Uh, hey, this week, I want to encourage you to get the kids off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds and trees, heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get them into the great outdoors. Um, we are both headed to church. I want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. Guys, get your family to church. Uh, after all, it all belongs to him anyway. If you're looking for a hunting and fishing ministry for your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, or if you're looking for a place to send a boy, Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. There's good churches all around the country and all around Central Texas that have KOZ groups happening in there. Want to donate land, a vehicle, or cash uh, to help get kids involved in the outdoors? KOZ, no kid left inside. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. And um, we'd love for you to partner with us and support. Um, you know, we, uh, we just spent the last couple of days on the ranch and really had some time just praying and talking group of guys group of men that love to hunt and fish and shoot guns and drive trucks and uh from all over the country and i can just tell you that uh knowing jesus is a life changer and it doesn't make you uncool so and and what we talked about and what steve talked about on the phone which is getting it ready for the next generation man our hearts are just so heavy 
for the boys that won't be able to enjoy all these things and know what it's like. Unless we stop in and fight for them. And hey, again, thank you. Thank you to all our soldiers. God bless. Regulators, let's mount up. We can skin a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive.